0: Hi, I'm Adam Henson. Welcome to Keeping On Track, a podcast series made by the farming community for the farming community. In this podcast, we'll look at some of the farming
1: charities and the help they can offer. Thank you, Adam. Today we're going to look at some of the help that's out there. We'll hear from a number of charities who specialise in supporting the farming community. You can find details and further information at teamdoctor.org forward slash farmers. There is a wide variety of support out there, so whatever your issue, there will be someone to help you. And the charity you contact will also signpost you to other people and other places for more support. But making that call is a big step. Let's hear first from Terry Pickthall, senior lecturer at Harper Adams University, who's struggled with severe depression over many years. He says taking that step is vital.
2: Yeah, I mean I've 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 seen quite a lot of inspirational comments and quotes through the through the things I've read and the, and the folk I've spoken to, but the phrase this will pass I think is um is a really important one to take with you. Our emotions are transient your emotions aren't permanent um, or they certainly in my case, they will change and you can help change and manage them and get yourself better um, when you understand that and you, you, you seek the right support, whether it's as I say taking medicine or receiving talking therapy or having a change of lifestyle or doing something a bit differently or what's more likely to be the case, going back to the toolkit analogy more than one of those things. Only you can really work out what that looks like, but be aware that there are options out there and that they can help you get out of that that bad place, no matter how bad it is. And it's worth giving it a go. What have you got to lose?
1: I met Trevor Clegg at his farm in Dorset. He's battled with depression on and off for 30 years, so he knows a thing or two about asking for help. There are a lot of places you can go for help. You can go to The doctor is a very important one and probably almost first board of
0: call for most people, I think. And most doctors these days are very understanding.
1: Um, There are organisations like Rabbi, FCN, NFU do a little bit. There's the Samaritans. There are a huge number of people out there wanting to help. You've just got to ask. So who do you ask? Dr Caroline Nott is a consultant psychologist who works closely with the farming community.
3: I would say there are two things. First of all, you need specific farming advice and I would go to the NFU. That would be my choice to do that. And I think that ringing up and asking for advice will allow somebody to direct you to the most appropriate support network. So rather than trying to find your way through some is go to one source and say I need some help with this where do you think I should get some support from so you know even if it's the farming community network or the national farmers union those sorts of things those people have connections and will be able to provide farming specific support
4: every organization now knows every other organization so there, there is an organisation for everything, almost, out there. So if you're having mental health issues, you'll get signposted to the right organisation. If you're having financial issues, there are organisations out there to specifically help you. If you're having issues with animal feed, for example, there's an organisation that can help you.
1: That was Dr Caroline Nye from the Centre for Rural Policy Research in Exeter. Tom York is a young farmer at Harper Adams University and an ambassador for Yellow Wellies and he's had issues with his own mental health.
5: These charities offer you help and support where there isn't that element of, of judge. They don't know you on a personal level and you don't know them. So when you talk to them, it's almost like you, you're starting with a fresh slate and, and anything you do say, they're not gonna go, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna go and tell everyone now, or I'm gonna look down on you, which I think is what a lot of people worry about. These, these people are trained to give out support, they're trained to give out help, and I think that's a really important message to get across to people that are struggling.
1: So they don't judge, and crucially, they're confidential. Let's have a closer look at some of these charities. First, the Farming Community Network, the FCN, which provides practical and pastoral support to the whole farming community. Georgina Lamb is Senior Partnerships Manager there.
3: First and foremost, we have a helpline, which is manned 365 days a year by our highly skilled and wonderful volunteers. And they are there to listen and support people, whatever that call might consist of. So we do get a range and variety of of telephone calls. And the top three things each month that we get um, calls about are finance, mental health problems and family relationships. So we're there again, like I mentioned, to listen and support. And then if somebody would like a a visit locally from one of our volunteers, we have 30 volunteer groups across England and Wales with hundreds of of great people that have experience and empathy within the industry. It's very much about farmers looking after farmers. So they have often been there, done that, and can really empathise with the plight of those people that are ringing. We also work with with industry experts, so people that can um, provide insight into rural payments or red tractor or any um, family disputes or legal matters. So we've got a great network of people at our disposal to to find out links and to connect people to those that might be able to help anybody through difficult times and we're there to support farmers and their families in the wider rural community whatever the challenge whatever the time of day we're there and we'll be there as long as that person or family needs
1: us Georgina Lamb from the FCN and remember it is all confidential Another organisation a lot of people find useful is the Farm Safety Foundation, or Yellow Wellies, as it's often called. It's an independent charity working throughout the UK to address attitudes to risk-taking and poor mental health in the next generation of farmers. Stephanie Barclay manages the charity.
4: We're a small charity and we have four key work streams. first one is education, so we're out delivering farm safety and mental wellbeing training at agricultural colleges, land-based colleges and universities right throughout the UK and also through the Young Farmers Club Network, which is a really important avenue for us. We have engagement, which is basically making friends. So we work with Farm Safety Partnerships, the unions, the Young Farmers Clubs and anybody else that's interested in the issues of poor mental health and risk taking in the industry. We have communications, because there's no point in just raising awareness. You've got to sort of get that information out there. So we have two big campaigns in a year, Farm Safety Week and Mind Your Head. And we also have social media. 89% of young farmers are on social media. So we need to be there sharing messages and inspiring stories for them to hopefully drive that change and then research really important element for us because we need to know how we're doing, how we can do it better, how young farmers and older farmers indeed, what their attitudes and behaviours are around risk-taking and poor mental health and how they want to receive their messages and that guides our action plan for the year. You can ring us, you can send us an email through the website and by the way we get them all the time. We have advice pages on the website free of charge for anybody. We've got checklists on the website, we have books So, for example, if you're the parents of a young child, we have a quick, you know, guide for parents about keeping the children safe on farm. Temporary workers that are just there for the summer, you know, that you may not have time to do a full safety course. The information is there for them. And we're launching in the next couple of weeks a free online tool where a farmer can build his own health and safety policy. Basically, it's tailored to their business. It takes 20 minutes, but it's tailored to them. They go through all the elements of it. It comes together as a PDF that's tailored to that business. It's been approved by the health and safety executive and Red Tractor, and it's free. So health and safety does not cost the earth, but it could cost your life if you don't do it properly.
1: Stephanie Barclay, manager of Yellow Wellies. One of their young farmer ambassadors is Tom York. We heard from him earlier. Here he is again.
5: Yellow Wellies have a book called The Little Book of Minding Your Help. Um, It's actually one of the only publications written in the UK specifically for UK farmers' mental health. Um, That gives a lot of information about the, the struggles that people go through, how you can set up your journey to becoming better.
1: You can download The Little Book of Minding Your Head for free by going to their website and clicking on the Resources tab. Now to the RABI, or Royal Agricultural Benevolent Institution, whose mission is to provide guidance, practical care and financial support to those in need within the farming community. Louise Wilkinson is a regional support manager for the RABI and covers Lincolnshire and Nottinghamshire.
6: It's Obviously it's quite a wide remit. Um, however, some of the things we offer, we offer counselling to people in the farming community. We have our own in-house counsellors that can that are specialised in farming issues that can talk to people and you know help them through their issues and that's a really really fast turnaround if if people require that it's free of charge. There is a 24-hour helpline now the 24-hour helpline would help if somebody was in severe crisis um, and they would at that point refer them to somebody Otherwise, what they would do is they would take details of that person that would then come through to me or one of the other regional service managers the next day. And we always aim to get back to people within 72 working hours. But usually, you know, if we're in and we're here, they they would get a call back straight away. So, I mean, if it was if they were in crisis and they needed to talk to somebody desperately, the 24 hour helpline is there to help with that initially otherwise it would be they would take the referral you can ring at three o'clock in the morning they will take the referral but we would get back to them the next day within working hours so it's quite a quick turnaround and you know we aim to make sure that everybody's spoken to quite quickly if they need financial help personal financial help um, we can give them a call back, it would come through to us as regional service managers, you know, there's I think there's 14 of us at the moment, all covering specific areas, Um, and they would come through to us, they would have a chat, and we would try and find out what they need, if we can help them with applying for benefits, things such as universal credit, disability benefits such as PIP, attendance allowance, we would always make sure that we can see that they've got their income maximised so they're getting everything that they're entitled to Um, and then we can offer help if they need it on top of that financial help. There is a criteria that they need to fit um, but as long as they meet that criteria we can help with all sorts of things from reclining chairs to a fridge freezer to help with a repair if they've had some damage to a home to if they've had an accident and they can't work we can often help with sort of plugging that financial gap for a short short amount of time um and sometimes people don't need that sometimes people just need a friendly ear and they need to talk to somebody about things that are going on and we're here for that as well you know
1: that was louise wilkinson from the rabi now let me take you to devon (laughs) this is the south Moulton livestock market very busy Farmers buying and selling sheep today. We're here to meet Trudy Herniman. She works with Cornish Mutual Insurance, but on the side, she's a volunteer with an organisation called Farmerados. What's one of them, I hear you ask?
7: So, a farmerado is crossed between a stranger and a friend on farm. So, we go to market. Uh, and we provide a sort of pop-up living room. So it's almost like a kitchen table, farmhouse kitchen table environment. We have tea, have cake or biscuits, and we just encourage people to talk. It's kind of a safe space, uh, an environment. And sometimes people just stop and say, "So, so... what are, you, what are you doing? Or some people, I've got a little terrier I take with me and they'll pat his head and go, oh, nice dog. So we chat to them. So we just open a conversation and it might be as simple as, are you buying or selling today? Uh, and then you can see them thinking, what's the catch? What are they selling? What are they, what's what, What's the catch? So I generally say, there, there is no catch. We're just here. Uh, just just an, an environment for you to talk and we can talk about whatever you like. We can talk about the market, we can talk about the weather and the conversation starts and sometimes I could be talking to somebody and they go, it's, it's a really good thing that you're doing for others. I don't need it but, but I can see it would be really useful for some people. And then you find that they've told you something that they've probably not told anybody else So I had a gentleman last week who said he'd lost a family member.
1: That was Trudy Herniman. Farmerados is based in the southwest, but there are many excellent regional organisations and charities set up to help their local farming communities. So look online if you can't find details of the charities which are very local to you. So you can hear already that there's a wide range of charities ready to offer practical help and advice. In another podcast, we'll hear from some of the others, the Addington Fund, the Samaritans, Yana and the DPJ Foundation, about how they can help. Don't forget there are also charities like Mind, whose website is full of advice and details of their dedicated helplines. I'm Dominic Arkwright. Until next time, stay well. Here's Adam Henson.
0: Thanks for listening to this edition of Keeping On Track. I hope you found some things in it which were helpful for you or someone you know. If you've been affected by anything you've heard in this podcast, you can find more information about organisations which can provide help and support by going to teamdoctor.org forward slash farmers. Our thanks go to the Even Keel Foundation, Hartford University and College, Harper Adams University, the Royal Agricultural University and NFU Mutual for supporting these podcasts. Go to teamdoctor.org forward slash farmers to find out about more podcasts in the series. Next time, we'll look at some more of the farming charities and the help they can offer. Until then, keep on track.